Let's head live to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join Riley Nelson, along with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so welcome back here at LaBelle Everett Stadium. We hit the second half with BYU comfortably in front, and comfortably in front is where you usually spend most of the day when taking on an FCS opponent. But there are days when you just look okay against the FCS opponents. Uh, Utah, for example, a very good Utah team a few years ago was 11th ranked going into the Idaho State game. They pitched a shutout, 31-0. That's a, that's a modest victory, right? But uh, what, that's what you want to do is, is is not allow any points and and be pretty efficient on offense. And, and that was, well, they got half of that done in the first half, right? They were very efficient on offense when they kept the football. They had six touchdowns on seven drives. Of course, the one exception is the drive on which they fumbled. And uh, that fumble turned into a short field touchdown for Idaho State, which otherwise had not been in scoring territory. So kind of a mixed bag. Uh, but for the most part, 42-7, uh, it's a solid halftime lead. What you want to do now is if you didn't pitch a shot out in the first half, it's okay to have that goal in the second half. you got to be frustrated if you're the defense because they get a 7 up on the scoreboard, but it was only partially your fault. Now, don't get me wrong. Every defender and Eliza Tuiaki, Kalani Sataki would say, look, you still got to come out and stop them, and the defense didn't do their job. But when the offense coughs the ball up inside the red zone for the other team, it's – yeah, it's a tall task. The, ta the task remains here that these young guys, I know they're going to come in and play with great effort, but will they be able to play with discipline and execution, keep the penalties down, play assignment sound football, and have that great effort propel them to an equally successful second half? We see for the first time this year, Miles Davis on the football field. He's on the kickoff return with Hobbs Nyberg. As kicking it away will be David Alish. From left to right, north to south, second half of play is underway. Boot to ball, a driver into the end zone, touchback. It'll be first and 10 for BYU at the 25-yard line. So a chance to score to open the half as BYU scored to open the game. Second half opening drives for Idaho State on their offensive side has resulted in zero touchdowns. BYU's a pretty good team to start the second half scoring the football. A lot of New be, Jersey uh, numbers out there for you, new, new quarterback, uh, Jaron Hall's day is done. What a day it was, too. 20 for 25, 298, four touchdowns, no picks. Baylor Romney in the game. Lopini Katoa is the running back. So it could be Tyler Algier's day is done, too. Short boot, and Baylor goes deep down the middle, and man didn't get free. Hung up on the play was Dallin Holker. It'll be second down and 10 for BYU. There haven't been too many plays on which they gain nothing on first down. That goes for zero yards on the incomplete. Second and 10 BYU. Baylor Romney in the game. Tyler Algier could be done. Won't be long before Lopini Katoa is out. Should see a healthy sampling of Jackson McChesney, Hinkley Ropati, and Miles Davis the rest of the way. Pistol. Hand off Lopini. Lopini runs into a pile of players just two yards upfield. So third down and eight for BYU. We're on the verge of the first Ryan Rico punt of the day. Haven't seen too many third and eights today. To your point earlier, Greg, about first down success, I like the aggressiveness coming in with a play-action shot down the field to Dallin Holker, but it does put you, but if you don't have a uber-successful second down play, it puts you in a tough situation of starting off the second half with a three and out, which is definitely not desirable. Yeah. No Algier in the game. That's harder to count on those big gains on runs of second and ten. First third and eight of the day. Whistle, flag. False start, third and 13. Second half not beginning well for BYU. Third down. 
All right, 49 seconds into the second half. BYU facing its first third down and longer than six. It was third and eight a second ago. Now it's third and 13 for BYU. But one big play away from moving the sticks, and they can certainly do it. Baylor Romney in the gun. Katoa to his left hip. Oh, my gosh. Again, a false start. False start. Offense number 74. Five-yard penalty. Third down. So, Greg, really quick for our listeners. I mentioned that they've been doing the shifting. Normally they'll move over. The defensive line will move over a gap or something. That time, in unison, the Idaho State defensive line jumped up. They all jumped straight up out of their stance before BYU had snapped the ball, and it caused them to jump. That's the entire starting O-line in the game, by the way, for BYU. No subs on the O-line. Third down and 18 for BYU. Brutal start to the second half. And Cougars are going to go conservative and play for the punt. They hand off Katoa, who veers right for a very little gain. Ryan Rico makes his first appearance. So a not so good start to half number two for BYU. Incomplete first down, two-yard run, second down, false start, false start, third down run, punt. And there were some backups in the game there, but not on the O-line. And Lopini Katoa is certainly heavily used. This is BYU's only fourth, uh, fifth punt, make it fourth punt to start a second half this season. Snap back to Rico. Oh, he hammered it. He just killed this one. Wow. It's caught and fair Fair caught caught. at the 10-yard line, running away from the ball over the shoulder, heading toward his goal line. Shane Daly Jr. makes the catch at the 10. They'll spot it to the 13 where he began to make the catch. Still a massive boot from Ryan Rico. Hadn't seen him. Well, we saw him there. They need to challenge that spot. He doesn't touch the ball until he's inside the 10. So they gave him the 13, yeah, making, it, so making it 64 yards, but it was closer to 67 on the punt, and that's on the fly. Sometimes you see the 60-yarders with roll and whatnot. That's, that was closer to 70 on the fly. Wow. Bengals, first and 10 at their own 13. Time to flip the field here for BYU. Get something back. The pull away and the seam throw complete. Catch made out to the 35-yard line by Tanner Connor, and on that play, he goes over the 2,000-yard mark in career reception yardage flag on the play late, very late. The play was over, and two flags fly. What will this do? Gronauer, when he when he throws to that intermediate area, he's connected multiple times today. Especially to Tanner Connor. Call here from Kevin Marr. Ineligible receiver downfield. Offense number 53, five-yard penalty, repeat first down. And I think it's the second time that a Connor catch has been pulled back on an, el- on an ineligible. That is. He's got to be pretty frustrated. Officially one catch for five. He should be closer to three for 55 right now. So Tanner, for our listeners out there, Tanner Connor is just your t- typical, reminds me a little bit of Dylan Colley, like great route runner, uh, knows how to get open. Maybe not the absolute fastest guy or a guy that would win a track meet, but uh, a really solid wide receiver. The pull away and on quarterback keep, Sagan Gronauer gets all the way out to the 18-yard line. It'll be six yards shy of the line to gain, five yards shy of the line to gain. Second down, five. 
at the 18 of Idaho State. Nice run, though, by Gronauer. He's only averaging three yards a carry coming in. Again, keep by Gronauer and dives ahead. Came a yard and a half shy on second and five. Third and long one, almost two for ISU. So if BYU could stop for no yards here, Cougars likely get the ball back on a punt. Third down and almost two for Idaho State inside the Bengal 25-yard line between the 21 and the 22. We are three and a half minutes into half number two. BYU 42, ISU 7. Shotgun snap coming to Gronauer with Ford to his left. The handoff to Tyvin Ford. Ford dragged a tackler for the first down. On third and two, they got three and moved the sticks for Idaho State. BYU goes three and out with a punt, including two false starts. Idaho State. Starting a drive inside its 15-yard line. Gets a chain mover. First down, Bengals. It'll be interesting to see the adjustment that uh, that first down was on the back, even though the conversion was not grown out. The two runs prior that set it up were, it'll be interesting to see if BYU, it's obvious by their defensive scheme that they haven't accounted for him as a runner. See if they make that adjustment. Pistol formation. Forward is the back behind Gronauer in the gun. Wing back to the right. Wide receiver to the right. And flags fly. False start. Offense number 61, five-yard penalty, first down. So first and 15 for the Bengals. Left guard Devin Collins, the guilty party. BYU football brought to you in part by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen have been helping Utah families for over 30 years. First and 15, ISU, Bengal 19-yard line. Ball near hash, ISU going left to right as we see it, and you hear it. They wave off Ford for an empty backfield. Gronauer loads up and throws to a covered man. Criddle had the coverage. Did Criddle pick up with the interception? He did. Matthew Criddle takes it away from Shane Daly Jr. and the INT for Matt. Rolling on the field is an interception. BYU first down. It appeared to be a catch on tight coverage by Criddle. And Criddle's coverage was so good, he tapped it away, knocked it off his chest, and has the pick. So Matthew Criddle with the interception. Right off the breastplate of the receiver, and the Cougars have their second takeaway of the day. He earned that one at every phase. He tipped it, causing it to miss the wide receiver's hands. It then bounced off his shoulder, and he caught it off his shoulder, wrestled it away as as he was going to the ground to secure it. So BYU at the ISU 23-yard line, first and 10. After this, we're taking a break. Cougars 42, Bengals 7 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. First career interception for Matthew Criddle, setting BYU up first and 10 at the Idaho State 23-yard line. BYU plus one in the turnover margin. Two picks. One fumble loss turned into an ISU touchdown. So both teams have seven points off of turnovers. BYU hoping to make it 14 off of Idaho State miscues. Baylor Romney's in a quarterback. Lopini Katoa to his left. Going to motion Chris Jackson, give to Lopini middle. And Lopini's dragged down, gain of two on the play. Running it B-gap left. Tyler Gonzalez, the tackle for Idaho State. Second down, eight for BYU. No big plays yet for BYU in the second half. Jackson McChesney and Lopini hobbles off the field. He might be done for the day either way. He's hanging the right arm. Something's up with Lopini. Yep, he's bent over at the, he's hurt at the sideline. Bending over at the waist. McChesney is in. Algiers day already done. McChesney left hip. Romney shotgun. Second and eight. Give Jackson. Jackson middle. Lowers the helmet and gets a couple. Maybe three. Third down four coming up for BYU. 
Idaho State zone blitz on that last play. They're, they are teeing off knowing that it's the second stringers for BYU forcing them to have to execute and make plays. Cougars go tempo, third and four. Twins left and right. To the right, Jackson and Nyberg. To the left, Holker and Hill. So no starters in the game for BYU on offense besides the O-line. Replacement wide receiver, tight end, wide receiver, wide receiver, quarterback, running back. All off the bench. So starters day done. At the backfield and receiving positions. Baylor Romney on third and four. Hands off to McChesney. McChesney starts to the right, busts it up the middle, but didn't get the first down. Bad spot, too. Really rough spot. Fourth and two for BYU. That'll be fourth and one, but they didn't get it either way. Idaho State player down, officials timeout. Fourth and two for BYU. Very conservative start to the second half for BYU and not moving the chains yet. No second half uh, first downs for BYU, right? Correct. Three and out to start the half, and now facing a fourth and two. And this was good field position after a takeaway. So we'll take a break with 8.53 to go in the third quarter. BYU 42, Idaho State 7. What will the Cougars decide to do on fourth and two from the ISU 15-yard line? Come back with us and find out here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Football brought to you by Bam Bam's Barbecue, bringing you authentic Central Texas barbecue. Try our tender brisket or mouth-watering pulled pork, Bam Bam's Barbecue. Located just north of the BYU campus, Bam Bam's Barbecue, proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. As we come back in, it'll be fourth and two for BYU at the ISU 15-yard line. BYU one for one on fourth downs today. 42-7, Cougs on top. BYU got this great field position after an interception from Matthew Criddle. BYU's had at least one interception in seven games and multiple picks in four of ten. Keanu Hill, wide left. Chris Jackson, wide to the right. Double tights left. Wheat and Clock Holker. operator, please reset the play clock to 40 seconds. And they'll be in the pistol with Jackson McChesney behind Baylor Romney. So fourth and two, BYU has to get to the 13-yard line or give the ball back. Here in the pistol, looking for their first first down of the second half. They fake a double shift, bring one tight end back to the left, then move Holker into the formation as a wing right. The throw is right, batted down, incomplete, fourth down, turnover on downs. BYU, two drives in the second half, punt and turnover on downs. After a near-perfect first half, six touchdowns on seven drives with a fumble loss turning into a touchdown. No chain movers in the second half, and BYU does not score after getting the ball at the 23-yard line of Idaho State. Just a really suboptimal start to the second half for BYU. Idaho State is not going to concede here. I mean, they, they, they're already deep into their season. They know they're 1-7. They know what they're playing for, and, and it's for each other and for their pride. On that last play, 10 out of the 11 defenders were up on the line of scrimmage and brought an all-out blitz. Run to Tyvin Ford. That's a five-yard run on first and 10 for Ford. BYU. A very slow and conservative start to the second half, and no first downs in its first two possessions. All you want to do in playing this kind of game is be efficient. Be giveaway free and score every chance you get. And the Cougs are not fulfilling that mission here in the second half. Benji Omayabu and Mike Davis are split backs with shotgun split backs on second and five. 
Fire to the right flat in hitch position for the first down. Sliding to the ground, DeMonte Horton makes the catch, and Idaho State has done what BYU has not, moved the sticks here in the second half. 27-yard line, first and 10 Bengals. 21-point first quarter, 21-point second quarter. It will almost certainly not be a 21-point third quarter for BYU. Gronauer in shotgun. They'll bring Omayabu back there to join him. The hand clap, the handoff to Omayabu. And he is snowed under, running right for a loss of a yard to second and 11. Good job there by Gabe Summers on the initial penetration. He was lined up over the center and did a great job. He, he gave a swim move, which in a run scenario is a little bit dangerous because you might vacate your gap. But he guessed right with the swim move to the left, which is where the handoff was, and was able to make initial contact with the running back in the backfield. Only two guys you'd consider regular starters in the game, Gabe Summers and Max Tooley right now on defense. So it'll be the subs the rest of the way for BYU have to improve their play here in the second half. The throw left in curl territory to the tight end, Jared Scott. He's driven out. Oh, did he stay alive down the boundary? Did he step out? He tried the line to gain, but but he got more than he should have. He ended up gaining seven on second and 11. Third down and four for Idaho State. That's the third time today we've seen a BYU defensive back just lead with their shoulder, assuming that they were going to be able to bring Scott down with with contact only and without wrapping. Third down four for the Bengals. Cougars looking to get the ball back here. With 6.35 to play in the third quarter. 42-7 is our score. BYU in front. Trips to the right. Single wide left. The short side for Sagan Gronauer. Has Tyvin forward off his right. Low snap that Gronauer brings up. Sprints now to the right, pressured to the boundary, and throws it away, just dirts it. It'll be a punt for Idaho State with 6.18 to play. A sellout today, officially a sellout for BYU, 63,470. Congratulations, Cougar Nation. Not every seat is occupied today. There are some patches here and there, but in terms of tickets available, they were all spoken for today as Idaho State gets ready to punt away. And to your point, Greg, the patches are sparse. There's just a little bit in the upper of the southeast corner. Punt is away from Kevin Ryan. Hobbs Nyberg collects at the 12-yard line outside the right hash. Tripped up as he got outside the 20-yard line. First and 10, BYU. We'll take a timeout before we bring it to you. 6.06 to go in the third. BYU 42, Idaho State 7. We're taking a break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Back at Lavelle Edwards Stadium where BYU leads Idaho State by a score of 42-7. BYU will go to 16-0 all time against FCS competition. We're brought to you in part today by Built Bar. High in protein, low in calories, 100% real chocolate. Built Bar. Is it a protein bar or a candy bar? Well, yes. Discover your flavor at Built.com. Well, in addition to winning the game and playing giveaway free and scoring every chance you get, you also want to come out of the game injury free, and BYU's not done that today. Unfortunately, a very important player's in a walking boot on the sideline. We'll get details on that momentarily. Baylor Romney at quarterback. Jackson McChesney in the game. 
They're going to motion Chris Jackson, give it to him on fly sweep. Chris shooting a gap, then reverses his course and goes up the rails to the 27-28 yard line, gain of maybe four on the play. Second down six for BYU on the run from Chris Jackson. All backups the rest of the way, at least at the non-offensive line positions. The O-line is the starting group, still the starting group in there up front. Coach Funk not ready yet to uh, go to the bench there. Baylor-Romney on a boot and a throw to the right. Keanu Hill's got a block. Gets around that block. Gets to the 45. Hang on on the boundary for Idaho State Bengals. Wrap him up, and he secures the ball well to get down to the 40. First and 10, BYU. Big play, Keanu Hill. First completion for Baylor-Romney as well. First one was the first play of the first half. An overthrow to Holker, and then the batted ball on the fourth down. Good to see him come out in rhythm on a little half-boot action, deliver a strike downfield to Keanu Hill. Good job by Keanu to get some yards after the catch. Pistol formation. Romney trailed by McChesney. Play fake again. Deep drop for Baylor. Goes across the middle, high and complete for Holker. Holker was uh, hit as he leapt for the ball. A little slow to get up. He's okay. That was too high and too hot for Holker. Right on the rail. He had and him he hit hard, too. Yes, uh, pardon me, Greg. I was just going to say he had him early. So that was a, a half boot uh, double seam read. So you're reading your outside, your one-on-one first, Keanu Hill, who didn't win. Had he been reading inside out, he would have been able to hit Holker early, but by the time he released the ball down the field, the safety was in play and got his helmet into his ribs. Hand off McChesney. McChesney on second and ten, got four. Maybe just the three running between the tackles. It'll be third and seven. Third and seven, BYU. Shotgun for Romney. Idaho State shows off the edges. Now they'll... Do a stop and check with me to the sideline. Romney looks for a signal. The game clock at 4.25. BYU leading by 35, 42-7. Romney back in the gun. BYU. Third and medium to long here on third and seven. Chest high snap. Drop back. Fire to the far side. Caught by Keanu Hill. Keanu Hill double teamed on the tackle, but he has a first down inside the 20 to the 17-yard line. Keanu Hill having himself a day. Fourth catch of the day for Keanu. And Keanu's approaching 100 yards on the day today. BYU goes right back to the line. Tight trips in a triangle to the right. Strength is entirely right. The look is right. The throw inside the five-yard line. Catch made on the right side by Dallin Holker, and he's in for the touchdown. Dallin Holker scores to make it 48-7 with the PAT pending. Touchdown pass for Baylor Romney to Dallin Holker. And Holker has his second career touchdown and first of this year. After two near misses, or, or should I say an overthrow, and then a and then a pass breakup, Holker, after being open, finding himself open but not quite getting the ball on time, gets it delivered to him right on time by Baylor Romney. He did some fancy footwork there to tightrope the sideline after he caught it at about the four or five-yard line to make sure that he didn't step out before knocking over the pylon and getting the ball in for the score. Backup kicker is in, Justin Smith for the PAT. Low snap, placed down, up and through. Austin Riggs on the snap. Ryan Rico on the hole. Justin Smith on the PAT following another Mountain America Credit Union touchdown for BYU. Brought to you by Mountain America. 
That means another $250 donation to the American Red Cross. BYU 49 and Idaho State 7 is our score. Bringing us to another Utah Pork Producers pigskin scoring summary. Utah Pork Producers proudly supporting Cougar families by producing healthy, nutritious pork for your dinner table. Real pork raised by real Utah farmers for real Cougar fans like you. For more information on real pork, visit pork.org. And that drive was 76 yards. Six plays, 220 off the clock. The final play is a 17-yard Baylor Romney to Dallin Holker touchdown. The Smith PAT making it 49-7. to That was a good-looking series. Got to a third and seven, converted it, and get in the end zone. They got some momentum early and uh, were able to, with in the run game with, with both Chris Jackson and Jackson McChesney, and then Baylor kind of finished it off through the pass game once they crossed midfield. So back on track are the Cougars here in the second half after a bit of a rough patch to open the half. Much better play there. We'll have a returned kickoff from Benji Omayabu. Omayabu, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45, 40 of BYU, 35, 30, the 25, the 20, being chased and brought down. The ball loose. The Cougs chasing it. The Bengals chasing it. It's down inside the 10. And Idaho State football first and goal. We don't see too many returned kickoffs. That one sets the Bengals up first and goal. Inside the three-yard line, and the Cougars had him stopped. Once he got to the boundary, they had a chance to end him there at the boundary and missed the opportunity. Couldn't force him out, couldn't bring him down, kept in bounds. Got to get him out, and they did not. And then the ball knocked loose. As Jacob Boren knocked it loose, the ball fumbled, and then the Bengals recover the ball with just one Cougar in the vicinity. It ends up first and goal from the BYU seven-yard line. Tyvin Ford. Pardon me, Greg. The tailback on pistol. Trips to the right. The handoff to Ford middle. Starts to the right and gets into the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown, Idaho State. A one-play drive after a kickoff return, ending in a fumble, ending in a Bengal recovery. And that's 13 points against the number 15 team in the country from an ISU team that's barely around this number per game in points against FCS competition. Riley Nelson, you were saying the number of BYU players that had chances either for tackle or recovery, I guess. Well, it was, no, just there was one initially that missed a tackle at the beginning of the return, but there were four BYU players that had a chance to get him as he was running down the sideline. I mean, Greg, he was in the hash marks, so even just the slightest bit of contact would force him out. You mean the yard marks on the sideline? Yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah. And uh, four BYU defenders unable to knock him out of bounds. Well, not often an FCS team will score two touchdowns against BYU, but that has happened, and the PAT good, 49-14. to And on both touchdown drives, the possession was under 20 yards, one after a fumble lost and the other after a long kickoff return. Style points, Cougars lacking in them here, especially in the second half. Wow, 49-14, to Bengals score. BYU will win and win by multiple touchdowns, but you can still be sharp, still be solid in all phases of the game, and the Cougars have let down, giving away a ball that resulted in a short field touchdown off a lost fumble, and then letting a guy get loose on a kickoff return, and one play later, another touchdown, 49-14. to BYU leads by 35 with 3.23 to go in the third quarter. 
It's interesting, Greg. We look at the BYU sideline, and there's not a lot of uh, activity, and maybe Mitch can uh, give us a feel for if there is a motion that I'm not picking up on right now, but they need just the opposite. The leaders of the second unit need to be rallying the troops to step up their game. Uh, offense needs to respond in kind with another score here, and then defense and special teams definitely need to get it together. 89-yard kickoff return. And since going up 35 nothing. It's a 14-14 game. Mm. Kickoff from David Alish. Sizing it up, hauling it in at the goal line. Miles Davis on the return. 10-15. Between the hash marks, 20. Brought down 21-yard line. First and 10 for BYU. Yeah, Riley, in response to your comment, there's really there's not too much uh, energy here on the sideline. A lot of the ones are, um, I, I don't know if it's just them kind of taking this half as, as, as a relaxing moment, knowing they're not going in. They can kind of just sit back and watch this game. But uh, definitely agree. Would love to see some players out there getting these uh, getting these twos and threes amped and ready to go as, as they look to them as the leaders. Um, they could really, you know, th this is their time to shine in a game like this. And so... I would love to see more of that here uh, from the bench. Mitch, what's up with uh, Neil Pau? Uh, so Neil Pau is in a boot um, on his left foot on crutches. Um, he, he's the one player that uh, it came into the or after the second half not dressed. Um, so ho hopefully not too much of a serious injury, um, and, and that he can recover in this bye week to come back to, for the following week. Thank you. We were chatting with Mitch Jurgens during Jackson McChesney's eight-yard run to make it second down and two. Mitchell in the Zions Bank end zone for banking that helps you. Game plan for life. Zions Bank is for you. The last time BYU played in FCS, North Alabama scored 14. 66-14 was that final. Handoff McChesney has the first down. Needed two, got three. It'll move the sticks. But before that 14-point game, you go back a few games and you're seeing 10 points, 3 points, 6, 7, 6, 0, 13 by Idaho State back in 2013. So it's rare that an FCS team get two converted touchdowns. And that's what's happened both last year against North Alabama and this year against Idaho State. And these are infuriating touchdowns because the Bengals went 17 yards for one touchdown and 7 yards for the other. Well, definitely, Greg. The majority of voters and people who look at the polls are only going to see this game as a box score. They're not going to actually see how they happened, how they were f the fluky-type scenario. Incomplete pass to Talmadge Gunther on the left side from Baylor Romney on first and 10. It'll be second and 10. And just kind of a... A lifeless feel right now. Yeah, Things I, have really I agree, slowed Greg. down. So, I mean, someone's got to take some pride in their performance. There's still two minutes left, two minutes, ten seconds left to go in the third quarter. Still a ton of game left. Some, one of these BYU players needs to take it upon themselves to not only inspire the crowd but their fellow teammates as it looks to me right now like they're just going through the motions. We get to see Hinkley Ropati, though, maybe take a handoff. 5'10", 2'10", sophomore out of Downey, California. Hinkley is in the game. They're going to motion Gunther, give to Hinkley, and Ropati drives middle. Bounces off and bounces back. Ends up with a gain of maybe a yard or two on second and ten. So third and eight coming up for the Cougs. Eight yards or punt is the scenario for BYU now. 155, clock rolling. BYU will win. The only question now, the final margin. 49-14 the score. Really promising start for BYU. Five drives, five touchdowns. Then on possession number four, a lost fumble. They put the Bengals on the board, and the Cougs have been hit or miss since. Jaron Hall 
Tyler Algier were in the game doing work with the Nakua's, etc. It was a full-on attack for BYU. False start. Flag for BYU on third and eight. Third and 15, third and 13 forthcoming. False start. Offense number 74. Five-yard penalty. Third down. Well, unless things turn around and wave efficiency here in the fourth quarter, Kalani will have a lot to be displeased about once this game ends, even though BYU will win handily. Just the sharpness did not stay. And that's a risk, right, when you bring a lot of starters out of the game. But you still have that hope that you can still run what you need to run and do it efficiently and effectively and without infractions. And it's been very sluggish here in the second half. Baylor Romney in the gun. It's Hinkley Ropati to his left hip. And they'll just hand off to Hinkley. Hinkley on third and long. Runs through an ankle tackle. Has maybe 11 of the 13. It'll be fourth and two at the 41. But the punt team will come on. And BYU booted away. It's not the most satisfying of third quarters. BYU scored once to make it 49. The Bengals scored once to make it 14. And we'll see one more punt, one more play at least on a punt here from Ryan Rico. 28 seconds on the game clock, 15 on the play clock. Rico's only punt today, a 64-yard rocket. We'll see what he can do here. It can only be as long as 59. Go for the end zone here. Make it 59. Won't get there. It'll be fair caught at the 16-yard line. So first and 10, Bengals with a six-second game clock here. We are two hours away from kickoff at Southfield. Number 12, BYU, home to number 16, Pepperdine, a BYU win. And the Cougars will be WCC champions. We'll have that call for you. I'll head over to Southfield as soon as this game ends. It'll be on 107.9 FM and the BYU Cougars app. Jason Shepard and crew here will take you through football postgame coverage on Sirius XM 143, KSL, and our other outlets. Shotgun snap, Raiden, uh, Raiden Hunter, the running back, takes the handoff from Sagan Gronauer. And That's run the end of the, the tackles For a gain of three, maybe two, it'll be second and eight for Idaho State when we come back to Provo after this. Through three quarters of play, BYU 49 and Idaho State 14, our score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.